Hi guys, I'm Lainey Travis, and I want to welcome you to the Gospel on the Go podcast. If you're anything like me, your day-to-day life is busy and your schedule sporadic. So finding time to connect with God during the day can be challenging. This podcast offers short, power-packed Bible messages in under 10 minutes, making it easy to incorporate God's Word into your day-to-day life. So whether you're commuting to work, carpooling kids to soccer, folding that last load of laundry, or sitting in a waiting room, Gospel on the Go will meet you where you are and make it easy to connect with God and feed your soul. Gospel on the Go will air a new episode every Monday and bring the truths of the Bible into your busy life. Hi guys, welcome to episode two of Gospel on the Go podcast. This week is titled, Drinking from the Wrong Wells. Nothing satisfies our thirst like water. After a rigorous workout, I only want to drink water. I don't want Coke, juice, or even Gatorade because nothing quenches my thirst quite like water. There's no substitute for it. It satisfies our thirst in a way no other liquid can. I believe this is why Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as the living water. The Holy Spirit quenches our spiritual thirst and satisfies our soul in a way that nothing else can or ever will. Living water is a metaphor that Jesus uses for the Holy Spirit in the story I'm going to share today. We're going to look at a story in the Bible where Jesus encounters a Samaritan woman at a water well. We will discover as we unpack this story that this woman was thirsty, but she was drinking from the wrong wells in an attempt to satisfy her thirst, and she was unsatisfied. She was empty. This story takes place in the book of John, chapter 4, and it begins telling us that Jesus is traveling from Judea to Galilee. But on this journey, he takes a strange route. We will pick up in John 4, 4. The Bible says, now Jesus had to go through Samaria. There's interesting language used here. He had to go. Why is this strange? Well, Jesus was Jewish. And Jewish people at this time would purposely avoid going through Samaria on their journeys. The Samaritans and the Jews were enemies. So the fact that the Bible says Jesus had to go through Samaria is worth noting. There was a divine appointment waiting for Jesus there. Continuing on, Jesus came into the town in Samaria and Jacob's well was there. Jesus sat down by this well when a Samaritan woman came to draw water. In John 4, 7, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? The Bible says his disciples had gone to buy food. The Bible makes note of this, letting us know that Jesus and this woman were alone. This is a private conversation. The fact that Jesus asked her for a drink seems normal to us, but in this culture, this is a revolutionary statement. She was not only a Samaritan, but she was a woman. And a woman in this culture of Jesus' day were considered second-class citizens at best. They were not permitted to speak to a man or even make eye contact in public unchaperoned. This would have violated the Jewish laws of the day. This woman came to the well alone. And we will learn that she was an outcast among her people in her community. She had a poor reputation. So the mere fact that Jesus initiated a private conversation with this Samaritan woman was unheard of. But what I love about Jesus is he constantly breaks through cultural barriers and prejudices. He is adamantly against these man-made rules. Jesus had a message for this woman. He deliberately pursued her. He had to go through Samaria. He pursues us this way. This gives us a picture of who God is. He isn't put off by culture's expectations. Let's take a look. This woman knows that Jesus' request to share a cup of water was strange. In John 4, 9, she says, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? She is saying, you can't ask me to share a cup with you. I'll make you unclean. I mean, don't you know the rules? Don't you know who I am? I'm a Samaritan woman. But what she doesn't understand is that she won't make Jesus unclean. He will make her clean. How does this translate for us? Jesus meets us where we are. He meets us in our sin and in our dysfunction, and he makes us clean. We don't have to clean up to come to Jesus. He meets us where we are. Do you ever feel unworthy 
Do you ever feel like you don't deserve to share a cup with Jesus? Do you, like the Samaritan woman, tell Jesus reasons why you can't have a conversation with him? Maybe for you, it sounds something like, well, well, I'm a cheater or I, I'm a gossip. I'm a liar. I mean, I've been rejected by religion. I'm not included in church circles. Jesus, you don't know me. You don't know what I've done. Jesus sought her out deliberately. He knew she had a past. He knew she was an outcast, but he had good news for her. He knew that her soul was thirsty, that she had been drinking from the wrong wells, trying to be satisfied. Jesus answers her concerns with this statement. He says, if you only knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Jesus goes on to tell her in John 4, 13, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Jesus is explaining salvation to her. When we say yes to Jesus, he gives us the gift of his Holy Spirit. And his spirit fills us like living water. It satisfies our soul and cleanses us from the inside out. We are filled and our thirst is quenched. We then inherit eternal life and our souls are satisfied in the Lord. I love her response to this new information that she's receiving. She says, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. We are no longer talking about this physical well anymore. We're talking about her soul. The reason we know we've switched gears is how Jesus responds to her request. He tells her to go and call her husband. This is funny timing. She's asking how to get this living water and he tells her to go call her husband. Jesus is getting to the root of her thirst. This is getting personal. Jesus knows that she's drinking from the wrong wells. He knows she's trying to find love in the wrong places and she's coming up dry. Jesus is going deep. She says to him, I have no husband. And Jesus says, you're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man that you're living with now is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. He isn't judging her. He knows that she's searching. He's leading her to freedom. He's telling her how to be filled. He is the way to be filled. The wells that she had been drinking from left her rejected. We can bet this woman had been through enormous amounts of pain and brokenness, and she most assuredly carried shame. And it sounds like she'd given up on the idea of marriage and love altogether. But Jesus deliberately found her and showed her love that won't run dry. Jesus meets us in our brokenness, and he doesn't judge us. He shows us the way to truly be filled. We don't need to drink from other wells to be satisfied. We just need to drink in Jesus, drink in the living water of his spirit, and we'll be filled. She is surprised that Jesus knows this personal information about her. She says, sir... I can see you are a prophet, and I know that a Messiah is coming called Christ, and when he comes, he will explain everything to us. And Jesus looked at her and said, I, who speak to you, am he. After hearing this, she left her water jar. This symbolizes her leaving her old life, and she ran into the town, and she said, come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. She felt seen and known. Jesus saw her, and he loved her right where she was. He saw into her thirsty soul, and he told her how to be filled. Her leaving her water jar represents her leaving her old way of trying to fill her soul. Now she had access to water that won't run dry. Now she has access to water that will satisfy her soul. I want to close with this verse in John 7, 38. Jesus says, He who believes in me from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Ask yourself today, what well are you drinking from? Are you thirsty? Drink in the living water of Jesus and be filled. Thank you for taking time to listen to the Gospel on the Go podcast. And I pray these Bible teachings bring the life-changing power of God's Word into your everyday life. 